Welcome to the Sis We Healing Podcast, where we discuss all things from mental and physical health to emotional healing. Now, your host, Brittany. Welcome back to another episode of the Sis We Healing Podcast. Just two besties here to discuss all things mental health. I'm Brittany. And I'm Chelsea. And today we will be discussing the differences between herbal medicine and prescription medication when dealing with the mental illness. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, I'm sipping on my wine. Okay. Oh, yeah, I didn't get a refill. Mm. Y'all already Gosh. drank all mine, and we're just starting. We're just starting. <laughs> I was just a little thirsty. It's hot out here in Texas. If y'all aren't in Texas, I don't yeah, know where I don't you know are. I don't know where y'all at, but, baby, it is. Oh, I'll just give you the rest. Oh, okay. Whoa. And, y'all, we're drinking Stella Rosa Red Apple. So, it's not, it's not a lot, but it's so good. And we're so excited to be back with you guys. Uh, recording this episode, um, yeah, we're just excited. Um, I think this is going to be a good topic for me and Chelsea because we're literally the same, but our healing journeys um, have been similar but a little different. Um, I'm more into, like, holistic and herbal medicine. I have tried prescription medication, and I didn't have a really good reaction to the medication, so that's when I decided to do herbal medicine. And Chelsea has had amazing progress with taking prescription medication. So do you want to start off kind of like with your journey and how it started with? Yeah, yeah. So I've struggled with mental health issues, whether it be depression or anxiety, anything like that, since I was a lot younger. Um, I was also diagnosed with ADHD. So, of course, that's I one of those. I never knew that. Yeah, that's also one of those things that people, I think, go back and forth on if you should medicate or not, especially with younger children. Uh-huh. So um, with ADHD, that causes heightened anxiety as well. Um, so whenever I was younger, my mom had me go to this was probably like in sixth grade, I went to a um, psychiatrist where they can prescribe medication, but Mm -hmm. also listen a little bit more. So it's a little bit more intense than your normal just PCP that you go to. Um, And they put me on medicine for my ADD. And it was Vyvanse is what they tried me on at first, or they tried putting me on. And I had a horrible reaction. I was like suicidal. I wasn't eating. And it's not even that I was that depressed before where I even had suicidal ideations. It just didn't work with my body. And how old were you? I was in like seventh grade, I think right around there. And it was for ADHD. Mm -hmm. So do you feel, I know we, there's no, maybe no connection, But, okay, you were ADHD, but at the time, did you have, like, suicidal ideations, or were you depressed? I was depressed. So I've always been depressed or anxious. Since I was in, like, elementary school, I just remember having some sort of depression or anxiety. Um, But I didn't try getting medicated for that Mm -hmm. until I was older. Okay. Um, So the Vyvanse kind of brought up these suicidal thoughts and everything that was just tied to the medicine. Okay. So I stopped that. I was like, oh, Oh, my God, I'm scared. So we stopped. Then I wasn't really on anything. But then right around like eighth or or ninth grade, I was starting to have my depression and anxiety come back. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? So I tried some prescription medicine that did not work. I got horrible side effects. I hated it and I was like I tried it for a little bit and all the prescription meds usually for anxiety or depression specifically typically Mm -hmm. take like three months to kind of really settle in and like your body really be functioning correctly and so after that didn't work I was like I'm done like I'm Mm -hmm. not messing with this I can't do it 
So I stopped for years and just struggled. I didn't get therapy. I didn't have any medication. And was that and I was all tired. through, like, middle school and high school? Yeah, so all through okay. high school and everything. And then right around 23, whenever I had my suicide attempt, mm-hmm. they were like, you have to get on something. And so they put me on this extended-release medicine called Effexor. Or actually, this was before my, my attempt. It was probably whenever I was, like, 20, 21. Mm-hmm. I was on this medicine called Effexor, and it, it's, like, an extended-release medicine. And if I did not take it, I was, like, violently vomiting and so sick with headaches and stuff within, like, a day or two. Mm-hmm. So, again, I was like, I'm done with medicine. None of this sh- works. It's yeah. horrible. It makes me feel like shit. And so then when I did have my suicide attempt, they put me on Lexapro and a medicine called Abilify Mm -hmm. and it was just the right combination that actually helped and worked and so I'm not on anything like that now but it really helped me get through the hard times and so that's one thing I think everybody needs to understand with the prescription meds is it's a trial and error like you're gonna have bad side effects with some you're not everybody's body processes Mm -hmm. chemicals the same way so that's the hardest thing is if you're wanting to go down that route a lot of people are scared to do it because you get those bad side effects and you automatically think every med is like that and that that was me but also just not to take away from the people who want to take prescription medication because may everybody may not want to take the holistic approach because it is very time consuming unless you find a herbalist like me I love herbs I've always been into herbs so I study herbs I have you can say per se like herb herbal um, herbalist mentors that I can go to and talk to when I have questions, but everybody is not fortunate enough to have that. So not to knock anybody who wants to take prescriptions or do it the holistic way, mm-hmm. but I do feel like even with, even just like prescriptions, herbs have side effects too. Yeah. Like I've had adverse reactions from certain herbs that I cannot take. So it is important to know your body and know what you're putting in. And I just also feel like it's just a preference whether mm-hmm. you, because Taking herbs or taking medication, prescription medication for any mental illness or any disease, that's a chance that you take. Like, I've had severe adverse reactions where I've broken out into hives because every herb, just like you said with the chemicals, is not for your body. Yeah. I've had I've had really bad side effects with herbs. Like, I'm not lying. And, and because it's because herbs – because what people don't understand, most medication – Prescription medication stems from an herb anyway. Mm -hmm. So herbs, you definitely will have side effects. I do feel like sometimes if you Google certain herbs, they will heighten it to make you not want to take the herbs. Mm -hmm. And it's not that bad, but I've had them. Um, I think for me, I just prefer herbs because I feel more connected to my ancestors when Mm -hmm. when I do my herbs. And I also... I have never been a person who's taken prescription medication or medication, period. I remember as a kid, my mom probably didn't realize what she was instilling in me. But as a kid, I don't remember going to the doctor often. Um, My mom had a home remedy book. And I've been searching for this book on Amazon because anytime we got sick or if anything happened, my mom would get the home remedy book and we would do the remedies out of there. So I've never... Being a person who who's taking medication, mm-hmm. so it was just always easier for me. It just came natural to do herbs. 
Yeah, and I and for me, it was my family. Like, if anything was going on, they would just take it, or we mm-hmm. wouldn't even talk about it. But I know that, like, now that I'm older, I'll know. Like, my grandmother, she had severe anxiety and panic attacks. And growing up, I never knew that. I thought she was like perfect in every. But aspect. she looks so perfect. Yes. She's so cute. And and I I guess I shouldn't say I thought she was perfect, and she's not now. We're all perfectly imperfect. But yeah. I mean it in the sense that I thought she was just so happy on her own. But she's been on anxiety meds for years and years, and so I. Th- think that it's just understanding it's not a weakness to be if it's herbal or prescription whenever you're depressed or anxious that's a chemical issue in your brain Mm -hmm. we can go to therapy we can work through problems but you have to get your chemicals balanced and that's what people don't understand Mm -hmm. and I really didn't understand that it was a chemical imbalance. I mm-hmm. never did until I just started reading more because I just wanted to take more of a holistic approach with my mental health because I felt like my doctors were never focused on me as a person. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were more focused on the symptoms. Mm-hmm. So that's when I realized, like, okay, what can I do? So y'all know me or y'all will get to know I'm the Google queen. So I just Google um Herbal medicine takes an integrated or holistic approach to explore all aspects of an individual, physical, spiritual, mental, emotional, and lifestyle, and it acknowledges the innate healing power of the human body. Um, Herbal diet and lifestyle recommendations focus on supporting the specific needs of each individual. So that's what it was more so for me. Like when I Googled this, I was like, that's what it was for me. You know, like medication, they'll say like, one in five people had this All these horrible reactions. or that. And then I'm like, okay. But when with my herbs, I can pick and choose what herb I feel mm-hmm. like works for me. And like ashwagandha for those who prefer. But I know even people who take prescription medication and they still do some type of herbs. Mm-hmm. But So like ashwagandha is really, really good for anxiety, like super good. And it actually works more for um for me with my anxiety then the prescription medication but I also was on this girl's live on Instagram um they were talking about hair she took biotin forever you know it's pretty much natural and she said she had all these women like DMing her like girl biotin made my hair fall out you know it's supposed to help with hair or biotin made me my skin break out it's supposed to help for skin so that just let me know even with taking a holistic route still may have you know side yeah. effects yeah and I think it just both sides it all boils down to being open-minded and knowing it's a process like mm-hmm. f- some people like I said with prescriptions some people believe in science a little bit more where they're like yeah. they'll they've they've tested this they know mm-hmm. what's going on um but like I said it was still scary for me like mm-hmm. I'm I'm someone that I still to this day, like I said, I'm not on anything because I just want, I needed something to get through and get off. Like I don't want to, like I needed it to get through it. And then I was done. Like, I don't want to be on something and be dependent on it. Yeah. yeah, But other people do. Like, I know a lot of people, they're like, oh, I've been on Paxil for like six years. Like I'm going to stay on it because I just need it. And that's totally fine too. We all have our different preference, but I think I teeter right along the Mm -hmm. Medicaid, like the prescription and holistic because I'm like I like doing both and interchanging those and that's perfectly and and I'm so glad that you said that because sometimes people need to know that it's okay if 
because I know with Instagram and all these gurus, it's like you gotta be a vegan. You can't do this, or you have to do holistic. And you, but sometimes integrating both of them together can work fine because alternative medicine kind of integrates holistic and prescription too. So you just have to know what's for you. And I think that's the important thing is to know you and know what's for you so you can better assist yourself and not what other people think. Because my doctor thought I was batshit crazy until I went back. It was my OBGYN until I went back to her and she, I think I've talked about this before, she was so shocked mm-hmm. that I literally healed myself holistically of yeah. my fibroids. Fibroids is typically something that you may have to get surgery for. It's like a benign tumor. If you don't know, you re- it's really nothing you can do about yeah. it. I went back to her. I had um, a fibroid about as big as a, almost a cantaloupe. It was big. I went back, I just told John, I was like, I'm discouraged, I'm scared. She even mentioned hysterectomy, and I'm like, the time I was like 27, I was like, you know, I want to have more kids. Like, that's not an option for me. She's like, well, that's your only option where we can, you know, take them out, but it's a chance they'll grow back. Mm -hmm. I like, bet, give me a year. Came back to her. My doctor was shook. She had a piece of paper rolled up in her pocket because she was trying to compare. She was like, the last time you came, you had fibroids, right? And I was like, yeah, you have. I brought her my um, results and everything. And she was like, literally, you. I can see like where they were because they're small. She's like, they're non-existent. What did you do? And I told her. And this is a doctor who's been an OBGYN for thirty years. I told her everything I did. You know, at the time I had went vegan because fibroids feeds off your off of hormones. Mm-hmm. Dairy has a lot of hormones. Meat has a lot of hormones. I told her that, and she was like, you know, I'm going to give my patients the option to heal themselves holistically. Or, but she was like, I'll give them options instead of surgery being that. So just have options. And I think that's a really good place to start is Mm -hmm. with your doctor, whether it be your psychiatrist or your primary care, because the prescriptions, they can go further than mental health prescriptions. Mm -hmm. It can be anything like your high blood pressure or Mm -hmm. your joints hurt. Are you on a muscle relaxer or whatever it may be? So finding a doctor that fits what your goals are, I think is a really big deal. Like you said, your doctor was ready to look at both aspects. Some doctors are like holistic, isn't it? Like you have to go with these prescriptions. This is what you have to do. And that's their mindset. But there's also some doctors out there, like there are in every career where everybody's just worried about money. Mm -hmm. Every time a doctor is referring you to get a prescription, typically in some way they're getting a kickback because you're coming back for an appointment if it's a maintenance medication. Sometimes they have a contract with these, not a contract with them, but they get um, like referral They get a referral Mm -hmm. fee. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's important for people to know too. When going to your doctor, like I feel like if if, if, if you choose to see a doctor... And you're honest with them, and they're like, okay, let us let me work with you. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see what their intentions are. But if you get a doctor and they keep talking about referring you out, referring you this, this, and that, and just being in healthcare so long, it triggers something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's something up with you. Yeah. And I've worked with a doctor before who would refer somebody to her sister or her brother, mm-hmm. or, or fam- and they kept the money in the family. So I think that's another thing that was kind of making me leery, like, we had a scare, like I told you, with Kayla's blood pressure. Like, we have no clue 
Like, I have no clue. I, I think I have a clue because we pretty much eat clean, but at the time, our diets were trash. Mm-hmm. And she was eating Takis and hot chips. Girl, go to doctor. Blood pressure is, like, almost stroke level, but she feels fine. Nothing but God. I was referred to a cardiologist, which typically, if you have high blood pressure, it's a heart problem. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, it didn't trigger anything Or her PCP was like, okay, I'm going to send her to a cardiologist mm-hmm. because I know they go hand in hand. But the cardiologist was trying to put her on this, what was the medicine called? It starts with the L. Lisinopril. I think it is Lisinopril. Google. My friend said something to me about it, but before I was going to let Kayla take the medicine anyway, I I always research it. Chills, the reviews scared the fuck out of mm-hmm. me. Black people. And another thing, you have to know, some things are like culturally, I feel like, and I know it kind of sounds ignorant, but that medication for most black people, but it was white people too, but most of the views and the, the research was black people had a really bad reaction to lisinopril where they mm-hmm. would swell. Yeah. Really, really bad. I freaked out because here's a doctor. He probably knows this, but he's like, this is what we prescribe. And it was like mm-hmm. a really low dose, but I did not want to take any chance. Chills, I got in the lab. I started cooking up some herbs, mm-hmm. and I swear to God, I was like, Kayla, take this CMOS twice a day. Uh, we were doing turmeric for inflammation. We were doing a few other things because what people don't understand, even with a chemical imbalance, like as far as depression or anxiety, all of that is inflammation in your body. Yeah. So if you remove the inflammation, you cure the disease. Inflammation and mucus, you literally clear the disease. Yeah. So the CMOS was good for high blood pressure and mucus, but the turmeric was an inflammate was good for inflammation. Three like I'ma say three weeks max, Kayla's blood pressure was normal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I think is starting with a doctor who's willing to look at whatever aspects you want. You may be like like you said, and I think this came up a lot whenever like the COVID vaccinations came out and yes. everything. And it kind of to me it does go back to culture. I'm not saying every white person was for every black person was it was or so many white be. people yes. that I seen fighting against that COVID vaccine. Yes. Then it were black people. I think for black people, um, when you tell anybody anything but especially older black people, like if you inflict fear on people and you tell people you can't do this they're going to do the They're going to do. And that, that scares people. But I saw a lot of white people advocating against the vaccine. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, with any of the black people that I talked to about it, it wasn't, of course, like your own mindset on your personal body yeah. and stuff. But there's history with you all with mm. vaccines within yeah. your culture that it was abused on you all. Like yes. it. It so there's so and I'm not I can't even get into all that topic. It's not something Ooh, I that's think a, I that's can a good even topic. speak on. Yeah, but I think it just kind of goes hand in hand with different cultures as well. That you were raised to not go into prescriptions out of fear for your history. Same with my family. I think I've talked about this like in the very beginning of the podcast. My family is Hispanic through marriage. So my dad mm-hmm. got married when I was like a year old to my stepmom, and my whole family's Hispanic. So I was raised <laughs> thinking that I was Hispanic. Basically, I thought. Selena forever oh my God. <laughs> problem with my identity but I'm not like whoa Vicky or anything I know like who I am <laughs> but, but I know but I was raised with their culture as well mm-hmm. and that with what I've seen through mm-hmm. them they're very holistic they as well. are 
And so I think, too, it's just also your beliefs. Your beliefs. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's a lot that goes into it. And I think there's times that prescription medications are necessary and they are needed. If it's like for, I I think so, too. Sometimes it it kickstarts your journey. And just to kind of help with the imbalance. And then if you choose to switch over to holistic, but like you said, you switch like, you know, you integrate both that's how I am because at the state of mind that I was in when I found the prescription meds that actually worked for me after Mm -hmm. my suicide attempt I physically needed those because I was so unbalanced I wouldn't have been able to get through therapy or anything Mm -hmm. so once I felt secure and I weaned myself off of them now I have the mindset that I can look into the holistic side yeah but I will say at that point in time I don't think holistic would have worked for me because I needed immediate like help and that's why they put me on the Abilify because within two days of taking it there was an immediate reaction because they usually use Abilify for bipolar disorder Mm -hmm. and whenever you're in that state of depression you are having having those symptoms Mm -hmm. of bipolar. So I think there are diseases or different um, illnesses that you do need prescription for. But I think sometimes once you're out of that fog that's going on, or like my uncle, he was just diagnosed with cancer and he's still going through the battle, but he needed radiation and chemo. He physically did if he didn't want to die. But there was a lot of things that they'd give him medicine, prescriptions for his pain or for his nausea. It didn't work. He had to have CBD oil. And Mm -hmm. so my little cousin lives in Oklahoma, so she could get it for him. And he had his medical license and everything, and they would get it because that holistic approach was the only only thing thing that that worked. And that's what I'm, and so that's a good, I'm so glad you brought that up because, like you said, you needed immediate help. But now you're, you know, out of that fog, you can talk about doing holistic. Mm -hmm. He was in it and he, he had to get the chemo, but then he realized. With the chemo, some of the stuff didn't work, so he had to take a holistic approach. Mm-hmm. So I think, again, doing what works for you. Mm-hmm. And for me, I didn't. So you're the first person because, again, in the black community, that's some that's like a topic we don't talk about. Mm-hmm. It's literally, We don't talk about being sad. We don't talk about depression in the black community. So many black men are walking around here being depressed and angry and just crazy because... They want to admit that they have depression because in the black community, saying depressed is like a cuss word. Like, like a it, weakness Yeah, it, it's like a weakness because, honestly, black men and black women, we just hold this thing where we feel like we have to be strong all the time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like most black men will never admit that they're depressed. Like, I, we had an episode early on before you came on about black men and their mental health, and my cousin's husband and John spoke, and John was like, I didn't know that I was depressed or I was angry until me and him had a conversation because those are things that are like, we don't, I promise you, Chelsea, we don't talk about it. Yeah. And remember you and I even brought that topic up a while back when we were brainstorming for one of our other podcasts. And I, from my perspective, looking in, I do see it as it's like, you don't want to show that sign of weakness or anything. And I could see where in your mindset with, as a, culture black Mm -hmm. people have to deal with so many things that other people don't Mm -hmm. so you have to be strong to stand up for yourself so somebody doesn't talk crazy or treat you some type of way and that's generational like way back way back you had to stand up for rights that are human rights and a white person could go do something that a black person literally was just doing and it's okay but for a black person it wasn't so it instilled this strength and this shield that you all have 
and still to this day have to carry and these burdens that you have to carry that I think it's almost any sign of weakness scares you that someone's going to take advantage of you. And it's like, let that guard down Mm -hmm. because Chelsea, you don't even understand. It's still so hard for me to talk about it because I'm like, how would I be perceived like this girl that I went to school with? She posted this post and it pissed me off where it was something about suicide. She's like, yeah, because these kids these days are weak. And I was pissed because I'm like, that has nothing to do with the weakness. Mm-mm. Do you know how strong you got to be to put in your mind that you're going to kill yourself? Yes. That is not a weakness. Yeah, and I think that mindset bleeds over into medications to help treat it because I've heard several people in my family, especially, like I said, that have the different cultural mindsets where they are like, I'm not crazy. I don't need that. I'm not crazy. I don't need that and medicine. That's for crazy, crazy people. Yeah, and I'm like, no, it will help you. I prom- like whether it be holistic or whether it be a prescription that you just have to kind of have your own like let your preconceived notions yep. come down because it's like you're not those stereotypes that they put around it. That's not, it's not you. And that's, that's what it's there for, even mm-hmm. with therapy. But honestly, you're the first person to tell me that being depressed or like a mental illness is a chemical imbalance Mm -hmm. I never knew so then I went deeper and I was like okay holistically like where does it come from it's inflammation in the body any disease or any thing that is adverse in your body it starts with inflammation and it starts with mucus and I don't think people understand that like Mm -hmm. we have so much mucus in our body because all the dairy and all the things that we consume Mm -hmm. it causes mental illnesses I think like feeding your body different things so when you told me that, and then I had a friend after my mom died, like, she was like, you're just walking around like everything's okay. She was like, no, you're actively depressed. So, honestly, I think my first episode, I growing up, I was always depressed. I just didn't know what it was because it was never spoke. I, we never spoke about it, yeah. like, ever. So, when I realized, like, honestly, when me and you, you got really close and we started talking about different things, that's when I realized, like, I have a mental illness, and I'm okay with that. But then I realized nobody talked about nobody told me. Everybody was just like, your dad's crazy. My dad was bipolar and schizophrenic. He never got the help he needed. He was always in and out of prison. So that it it can't, but I Chelsea, I never knew until you told me. So then I started going back deeper, and I started getting into, like, African spirituality. And then I realized this is how my ancestors healed themselves before there was medication before there were really doctors there were holistic practitioners and that is how we healed ourselves we healed ourselves from the earth and I feel so empowered I feel so connected to my ancestors when I do things holistically and just not only to have build that connection with Kayla and we go to the herb store together and I explain and even, it's a lot of things that I don't know. The, mm-hmm. the lady that I go buy my herbs from, she's a cute little white lady. She be putting me up on game about certain African yeah. things. Like, a lot of the herbs that I do, they're like Chinese medicine. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Chinese, they're the goats for like that. But she even tells me how sometimes how some of the Chinese practices were stole from African practitioners. Mm-hmm. So she educates me on those things so I can educate Kayla because I want her to have a choice, which I think she'll probably take more of the holistic route because that's what she does. John, he's so into the herbs with me. Like, he helps me when I get orders, like, feel them. So... It's more to me like a generational thing, and it helps me feel so empowered and connected. But I will say that I'm not against medication. Mm -hmm. 
for the simple fact, I see how it's changed you. Like you're uh oh, you're a different person. Like mm-hmm. you've always been the same, but I see so much confidence in you where I feel like you used to, and not in a bad way, you used to operate in insecurities. Oh, yeah. But I, like, I see something totally different in you. So I feel like medication brought my friend her true self. So yeah. how could I be against something like yeah, that? Yeah, and I think it's just understanding that there's things we can control where our mind is a powerful thing. We can make ourselves believe things and change things like um. My, again, I everybody has their own religion, their own beliefs, but my family, we believe in God. And so my God, uh, my grandfather, he actually had gone to the doctor one day and they told him, you have cancer, you have prostate cancer, and we're going to have to have surgery and get all this out of your body. You're going to have to go through chemo. And he was like, okay, like, well, let's figure out what we need to do. Well, he went home and he prayed and he told our family and we all prayed. And when I tell you, like, got down on our knees praying so hard, he went back to his follow-up appointment, not even a month later, had not had one ounce of treatment yet, and it was gone. So that's what I'm saying is it's not just mm-hmm. – so our mind is very strong and it can do a lot of it things. Can do our anything. faith can do a lot of things. But there's also times that there's chemical things in us that you have to have help, whether that be holistic or prescription. Yeah. There's some things that no matter what we do, we need help. And so I think just realizing you can still live your life where there's not prescriptions always there forever, or you're not always taking some herb or something for the rest of your life, but understanding that it's just the now, it's just to help you in your journey is I think a big thing. Cause for me, I could not get past it. I was like, I'm not taking the meds. I fought it so hard until I was forced to do it and then it let me open my mind up to therapy and I did heal my mind because my chemicals and everything was balanced and now I can control it all but then you have people like you said bipolar like your dad there's some things that no matter how much you think your brain physically will not allow it you have to be on meds like you have to and so I think just understanding that it's okay and there's some things out of your control and just kind of embracing that and figuring out which route you want to go for your journey. Yes, and I'm so glad you said that because I feel like whatever your faith is, sometimes it, it and I and just I grew up believing in God. The older I get, my beliefs in God are not the same. Like I still believe in God. I just don't believe in God in the the sense that like how I was, I guess I was made to believe in God out of fear. Like, mm-hmm. you got to believe in God or you're going to hell or this or that. But when my mom died, I hated God. Mm-hmm. I cursed God. I hated him. I was, like, cursing him. I Like, losing my mom, then losing babies. Like, there was no way I could believe in God. Like, every Bible in my house, nobody was able to speak of God oh, around yeah. me. John would pray over me at night because he could see something like taking mm-hmm. control of me because I was it, it wasn't I'm not gonna even say it was demonic I was anger like anger yeah. was consuming me and I pray one day I said God if you are real bring me something that I can truly believe in but that will bring me closer to you but I need my beliefs to be changed because I don't want to be fearful of God mm-hmm. just like I don't want my daughter to be fearful of me I don't want to serve a God where I have to be scared no. so that's when God brought me like spirituality like and I was like I believe in God but not in the sense that my family 
made me believe in him. Like, it's more I like be- a relationship. It's a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my homeboy. Like, what's yeah. up? And I believe in, because I believe God made everything on this earth. So I hate when people try to say, like, whatever people believe in is bad. I believe that I am of God. So I'm a God. I have the power. I always say that I have the power to heal myself mm-hmm. because God lives within me. I'm him. He's me. Yeah. I have the power to heal myself. And I truly believe that I do crystal healing. You know, I love crystals. Rose court is mm-hmm. my favorite. It's my favorite too. I believe in crystal healing. I believe in holistically healing, but it is sometimes I pray to God every day. I manifest the life that I want because even in the Bible it says faith without works is dead. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, magic. God is a magician. Like he, yeah. I told John, I said, God created the world in seven days. No fucking way. He's not a magician. Like mm-hmm. no way. And I truly believe that I have a certain magic in me from God that allows me to heal myself like I feel like there's nothing I can't do and I also feel like God put doctors here he put different people here to do different things so I feel like don't be ashamed to go to your doctor and say hey because this is how I had to do I had to tell my doctor like hey if I am put on medication this cannot be long term yes I need something to wear and I I I pray to God that's why I brought up the whole religious thing because I talked to guys like God, like I can't be put on medication. I can't walk around like a zombie. I need a doctor to understand me and my values. And I look at me like I'm fucking crazy because yeah. I prefer to do things holistically. I pray for this. Went to the doctor. I got an Indian doctor. You know, Indians, they do a lot of holistic things too. Mm-hmm. My doctor was Indian. I told her, I looked at her in her face. I said, I know you may think I'm crazy. But I need you to understand that I don't want to be on medication. If I have to be on medication, I need it to be short term. She looked at me. She said, so what do you believe? I said, I just believe in holistic healing. She said, oh, take some ashwagandha. That's my my doctor. And she said, and then what people don't understand, sometimes – you have an absorption issue. So you have when you take herbs, you have to take like some vitamin C or something to absorb the herbs. But what people don't understand, like your Abilify, you said it was instant. Mm-hmm. With herbs, it's a process. Yeah. So you're not gonna maybe you know you won't feel the effects. She told me, take the ashwagandha three months straight. Don't stop taking it. She said, because if you want to do it holistically, this is how you're gonna have to do it. Take it for three months straight. If it doesn't work for you, come back and then we'll discuss sending you to a psychiatrist, getting medication. And she would just email me and check on me how the, and it truly helped me with my anxiety. But I had a doctor that was willing to listen to me and say, hey, I understand this is not what you want to do, so let's try this approach. Yeah. But she told me, I told her about the medicine that she get, she had me on. It made me paranoid, Chelsea. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would just be like, I could hear a, a fire truck, and I would crawl into my desk. Oh, yeah. And it's just because it's reacting differently with your body. So I think, like we were saying, just taking time with yourself to be like, what journey do I want? What What do I need? Like, I know I needed a quick fix in that moment for myself, but I know I didn't want it long term. There's some people that are like, I don't want to have to deal with going holistic. I don't want to have to deal with figuring out what's going to work and how long it's going to take and research. I just want a pill and I'm good. And let the doctor tell you what to do. And also what people don't understand, there are holistic doctors. They're literally holistic practitioners or or alternative doctors or MD. So there's different, if you don't want to figure it out for yourself, find a holistic doctor. There's a lot of holistic doctors. 
in, in Texas, there's a lot of holistic doctors everywhere. Alternative medicine, I feel like if you want to go that route, find a Chinese uh, a doctor that practices Chinese herbalizations. Like, it's different routes you can take if the doctor is not what you want. But I guarantee if you find a doctor that you trust and you tell them, they can refer you to a holistic doctor. Yeah. And you know your body better than anyone. Anybody. So you know if a prescription or an herb is affecting you weird. So go talk to somebody about it. Don't feel like you have to be stuck on it or whatever it may be. Um, and so you'll start to learn your body whenever it comes to anything. Like mm -hmm. I know there's certain medicines that I can't take or else mm -hmm. I'll feel sick and I'll feel horrible. And like you said, like spacey, if it's kind of like a medicine like that or there's even like if I know I'm gonna I'm in pain like I'm having cramps or something I know for example like pamper and that's what I'm taking mm -hmm. if I take anything else it's not it's gonna not work. work my body doesn't process it so it's just knowing yourself what journey you want to take and exploring that and sticking with it and I also feel like setting boundaries with your doctors I know it's hard mm -hmm. I I have had a doctor terminate me and Kayla's patience because I stood my ground but I also feel like finding those doctors that you and you don't have to do it in a mean way just tell your doctor what you expect from them because I, okay so this is me and this may not be for everybody I'm the type of person I go to the doctor to get a diagnosis and then I heal myself at home that's what I go to the doctor for my doctors know that they know that Find doctors and you have to set boundaries like even when it came to the COVID vaccine you know how I am if I'm holistic I, I didn't I, I didn't trust the vaccine because it was something new. Um, I had and it was nothing for me to research. But even if if even if I had all the research in my face, I still don't think I would have got the vaccine. But that's a choice. And when I told my doctor that I was like, listen, I'm I'm really scared. I saw the review. I mean, I saw all the studies from women. The the miscarriage rate went up four hundred percent. I saw a lot of women saying it made them infertile. Sperm with men. Kayla had asthma. At the time, I didn't know I had a thyroid disease, so we had pre-existing things going on. I wasn't comfortable. I had so many doctors try to bully me into it, but I had to set boundaries like, I'm not comfortable with this. And if I'm not comfortable, even with an herb, if I'm not comfortable with something going in my body, I will not do it. Yeah. And also, but I had a doctor. I found a PCP. She's Texas Health Resource. And she told me at her mouth, she's like, I feel like if you and your husband do want to have children, this is not the vaccine for you. If you even wanted to, she said, I prefer you to wait to after you have a baby. Mm -hmm. She said, now, if you're forced, then we could talk about getting exemptions or something like that if that's something you decide. But I found a doctor who understood where I was coming from, and she listened to to me as a person, and she wasn't just trying to treat a symptom. So I think it's you have to – you have to shop around for doctors because mm -hmm. even though I choose a holistic approach, I still have a PCP, I still have an OBGYN, and I still go to the doctor. Yeah, and I think it's just like we talked about, I feel like it all boils down to open-mindedness. Like mm -hmm. there's a way, whether it's holistic or prescription, any kind of illness you're experiencing, whether that be like a – true like body illness mm -hmm. or mental illness whatever that there's ways to fix it where you don't need to suffer so yes. I think just understanding it's going to be a process you can get through it it's okay and it's not a weakness to need help that's not just working through it on your own which is not wrong there's things obviously we need to do that for too but I think just being open with yourself and your expectations and sticking to it and working through it and I think that's the biggest thing and finding people like we've said I feel like it's an ongoing theme that it just is. support you in in your journey and like you may, and just like finding a therapist mm -hmm. we've talked about that you may not find your doctor yeah um 
the perfect doctor the first try. You may have to keep, and sometimes, and what people don't understand, me being in health, we're both in healthcare. You can, before you even allow a doctor to be your primary care physician or your doctor, you can do a consultation with them to see if their values as doctors align with your values as a patient. I had a doctor tell me that. She was like, you don't have to. I don't have to be your doctor. Like we can do cons- you can do consults with doctors before to just figure out if 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 they're a good fit for you and see if their values align. So I think just trying to figure out what works for you, but it's it's just really hard with a mental illness if you don't have some type of support. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's something you can do alone, whether it's with herbs or if it's with a prescription. I truly don't feel like it's something you can do alone. No. And I think it's kind of important to talk about those people who maybe don't have health insurance because I know mm-hmm. that's a big thing too. These medications, if you're going through a prescription, are extremely expensive. Oh, if yeah. you And not only is it the medicine, but it's the doctor's visit is mm-hmm. expensive, the tests are expensive. So if that's something you're struggling with, don't think that it's just you're a lost cause and there's nothing that you can do. There's doctors and places like that that can actually help with funding but I think that maybe if that's a situation you're in starting in that holistic route would be amazing because there's ways without the the expensive health care that we have here that you can still get help too so I think knowing that there's no reason you can't fix yourself or you get can't get help, help. Yes. there's resources out there just literally go on the internet and look up resources yes. there's so many things you can do and so I think just having people to help support you and walk through that lifestyle and really mm-hmm. trying to help yourself is going to make a huge difference. And also, before we wrap it up, I do feel like, and I know we may sound like broken records, and I'm okay with that. Me too. Because I'm learning it as I go too. What you do, your kitchen should be your pharmacy. Mm-hmm. What you do in your kitchen determines everything. Like, your your spice cabinet, like people don't understand. You you may say you don't have money. Cinnamon is good for inflammation. I mean, oregano, basil, like it's so many things that you can literally go buy yeah. in the store that helps with different things in your body, and not just even a mental illness. Because I truly feel like sometimes it can be hereditary, from what my therapist has told me. But I also feel like a lot of things that we go through is strictly diet oh yeah like there's um even aside from mental illness like my iron lately has been so low that like my blood pressure dropped to like 90 over 7 90 you over 50 or something like I that yeah. I could have brought you some pills. and I need to try it yeah because my iron has been so low and so yes I can take iron pills but there's also things I can do I can eat certain foods and kitchen. cook certain ways that it will help restore mm-hmm. that there's things that certain like leafy greens yes. help with anxiety Kale. yeah whenever you have a lot more sugar and things like that it keeps your brain going and it keeps your body anxious so you can even start there with it, your diet and remove Moving sugar, y'all, I know people think like honey, agave, if you have to take it, fine. Sugar is horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like switching your sugar, your white sugar with monk fruit sweetener, agave is even bad. My herbalist told me that because I thought I was something. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go brew my herbs and then put a little agave and some key lime. She's like, uh, no. She was like. That sugar, she's like, agave breaks down just like sugar. Get some monk fruit sweetener. So now I've been putting everybody on monk fruit sweetener. But it's just like little things that you can switch out in your diet that could help. Because, again, 
a lot of disease starts with mucus and inflammation. So start eating like food that's good for uh, anti-inflammatory. Hit me up. I got some sea miles. Like my cousin, she's like my biggest, like her blood pressure has been perfect since she's been taking my sea moss. I have another guy who took my, and I know a lot of people don't like the texture of sea moss. I do the sea moss, butterack, and burdock root. Helps him with his diabetes. Like, so herbs help. Like, if you can't get to a doctor, if it's too expensive, I get it. Try the herbal route or we can help. Because I know, like, it's a lot of resources to get prescriptions for free, free doctors. Oh, yeah. It's just a lot of different resources, especially since COVID. But I feel like starting in the kitchen, I'm going grocery shopping when we leave here because I'm really ready to, like, be better, yeah. like, and do better because I can't talk to our family out here and then go home and eat shit. Oh, and I think it's just investing in yourself. That's starting oh there. Is investing in, obviously, how you're cooking for yourself, but then investing the time into researching holistic approaches or doctors if there's a prescription you want to try. So we, I can go watch. I watched Stranger Things season four in, like, three days. I'm like, Me too. if I needed, if I was at the point in my life where I was six, seven years ago and I needed all that, I could invest those hours into making myself better. So just making time to look into everything to make you feel better and healthier it will help in the long run. Are you a motivational speaker or fucking what? No. I love that you said invest in yourself. That is super important. So maybe that can be the homework. Yes. Invest, invest, invest. And it doesn't have to be monetary. Investing, going on a walk, getting some natural sunlight, natural vitamin D. I know a lot of us work from home. Invest in yourself. You're worth it. You are fucking Because I know worth everyone's going to listen to this episode and be like, girl, I don't have time to go research all this shit. I don't have time to look up doctors and go all over it. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You make time for what you care about. Because y'all scrolling you, on Instagram. Yeah, y'all should care about yourselves more than anything. That should that be what's the first priority. The word. That is the homework. Literally investing yourself. I'm going to invest a lot of cash in some fucking organic groceries. But I'm okay with that because I can't say I love you or love my family or love my daughter. We always say, I'll die for you. But will you live for that person that you would die for? Yeah. Living is harder than dying. I want to live for my daughter. I don't want to say, oh my gosh, I'll die for Kayla. No, I'm going to live for her. So I'm so glad you said that. You're really a smart person. Thank you. And, and I'm going to reach out to you after. That sounds weird. Reach out. We'll talk we after. talk all the time. But about CMOS and stuff, because that's a world I don't know about. But and I I'm ready you. to look into it and figure it out because I need to be healthier. So I have people who take my sea moss and they're like, my skin is popping. Like, I can't wait to like full blown go out with my business because I do want people to know that you can take a holistic approach and it's not as expensive. And it can be expensive because herbs are not cheap. But I do want people to have options and I'm your option. And if you need to talk, you know, pretty soon when the business come out, we'll have discount codes. Because mm-hmm. me and Chelsea, like, we're doing so much with the podcast. I'm excited. Yes. But thank you for saying invest in yourself because I really need to hear that because I was complaining about the, like, $250 I was about to have to spend on a week's worth of good groceries. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? But, but it's fine. Invest because better than going to a restaurant and investing in some shit that you have to fix later with all your holistic stuff. Gotta go or recook the food because it's not cooked. No. So Mm -hmm. the word for this week is invest. Invest in a walk. Do some for yourself. I almost just sang a song and I was like, I'm not gonna sing it. it. No, I was just gonna make one up on the fly. (laughs) (laughs) Not you finna freestyle. I was about to freestyle with our beats. Watch y'all listen. 
Y'all really thought I was about to? I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't. <laughs> okay, y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Like Chelsea said, invest in yourself this week, and we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.